Support for the Soccer Fitness Experience is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in the business for men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Now, Manscaped just sent us their Performance Package 4.0, and boys from personal experience, trust me when I say that, your balls will thank you. If you want to have the best below-the-waist grooming experience on Earth and support this show, join us and over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with an exclusive offer. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with promo code SOCCER20 at manscaped.com. That's manscaped.com, promo code SOCCER20. Hello, soccer players. Welcome to the latest episode of the Soccer Fitness Experience. It is me, your host, Andy. Only me today. Today is a special solo episode just to give you guys another update in the world of soccer, fitness, and rehab. Um, Today we're talking about Paul Pogba who recently went down with a knee injury with his club Juventus during preseason training. Now, Paul Pogba, he's such an interesting character. Um, There's been a lot of controversy with him as it relates to Manchester United and Juventus with his injury history and so on and so on. Um, He has had quite the injury history. And I'm looking at his injury history through a website called Transfer Market, which is a a website that's very common in the soccer analytics and just the soccer sphere in general. He's had quite the list. Just last season, was out with a calf injury for about five games, hamstring injury about another 14 games. So that's over 100 days of him missing action for Manchester United the season before. Another hamstring, another ankle. Before that, we had COVID going on. Um, season in nineteen twenty, he had back injuries, a few ankle injuries, and before that, mostly hamstring and ankle as well. So it was quite surprising to me that when you look at his injury stats, over the last eight seasons, Paul Pogba has missed over 100 games. Which is, to me, that's astounding. But here is the stat that was more surprising to me. Even though he's missed over 100 games in the last eight years, he has been fully available for every Euro and every World Cup since 2014. Hmm. Now, there, there is a difference between being fully fit and available. It is very rare in professional sports for any player of any sport at any level to be fully fit, meaning they are 100% fit with no injuries, no knocks, no niggles, no nothing, just ready to go 100%. That is rare. Paul Pogba's recent injury was a meniscus injury, and as soccer players get older, Meniscus injuries tend to be a little bit more common for several reasons. Point number one, if you take any group of soccer players at any age, probably starting around 22 to 23, and you give them MRIs of the knee to look at their knee health, you will likely already see degenerative changes of the knee joints 
including wear and tear of the meniscus. This is something that to a player, if it hears it, or a parent or anyone really, you might start to think, wow, that's like, that's kind of dangerous, you know, a 23-year-old with a worn meniscus. But this is a, a very common thing that happens to our bodies as we age. It's not necessarily a bad thing. What is a bad thing is if a tear is bad enough that now a player has to stop playing or they have an acute tear, meaning that the wear and tear that's been there isn't really the issue, but this is an acute thing where things were made a lot worse by one significant event, which is what Paul Pogba had when he went down in training the other day. So about the meniscus, it is a piece of cartilage. Almost think of it as a a firm yet soft cushion that sits between your thigh bone being your femur and your lower leg bone being your tibia. Now, these two bones, they, they don't have the greatest shapes when it comes to fitting together. So one of the things that the meniscus does is to help get a good shape around both the femur and the tibia. It's actually very, very firmly planted, almost ingrained into the tibia, which is a lower leg bone. And the femur fits very nicely into the grooves around the meniscus. So its main jobs are two things. One, joint congruency, meaning it allows the bones to fit well together so that there's less space between the two. Point number two is shock absorption. Remember, it's a firm yet soft structure between the two bones. So as you're running, cutting, jumping, that meniscus is absorbing force every time you exert it into the ground or when you're sprinting, jumping, running, doing whatever. So you can already get to see the picture that the meniscus is a very, very important thing. And because Pogba has this injury, there are so many different types of, of rehab possibilities that could truly happen. Before we get into his three options for injury rehab, let's hear from our sponsors that help this show go. The Soccer Fitness Experience Podcast is an official partner of Concussion Corner Academy, a 12-week program designed for the working healthcare professional looking for top-notch educational content in the concussion sector. So if your rehab provider wants to learn more about concussion evaluation and treatment, check out the link in our show notes. All we ask is if you like what you see and want to enroll, use our affiliate link in the description to help support the show. VTruve is a reliable, affordable, and easy-to-use velocity-based training system that allows sports medicine staff to monitor and evaluate an athlete's performance in the gym. There are so many scientific papers supporting velocity-based training, showing how athletes can get stronger, more powerful, and reduce their injury risk. Most of all, it's one of the best ways to maximize athlete intent during a fitness or rehab session. Check out the link in the description to learn more about Vitruve today. Okay, so Paul Pogba has essentially three different options when it comes to rehabbing from this injury. His options will be, I don't even know if options is the best word, more of three possibilities because options implies that he has a choice between option one, two, and three. We'll go with the word possibilities because the possibilities will be dictated 
by the size of the tear, the location of the tear, and Paul Pogba's individual response to how his knee currently feels. All of those, all of those three things are important. If the tear is massive and it is in a, let's say, a not-so-great location of the knee, but Paul Pogba has zero symptoms, that's going to change his options. Versus if it's the same exact tear for a player who has significant knee pain, that's going to be handled completely differently. Even though on the image, on the MRI, it may look almost identical. So let's go over those three options. We'll go worst case scenario to best case scenario. Option one, Paul Pogba will require a procedure known as a meniscus repair. Now, again, that meniscus, it's such an important piece of tissue, right? So ideally, we'd like to take that tissue and put it back in its rightful position and make sure it stays there. There is a surgical procedure that will allow for exactly that, and that's called a meniscus repair, where a surgeon will go in to the knee, will find the portion of the torn meniscus, will stitch it back together to the part that it tore away from, and allow the knee to rest, recover, and hopefully those two pieces of the meniscus can come back together. Hopefully. This is great for long-term injury rehab and just long-term longevity of the knee. The downside to this process is the rehab takes about four to six months. Four to six months. Now think, Paul Pogba, the same guy who hasn't missed a single Euro or a single World Cup since 2014, at the time of recording, it's the end of July, meaning there's about three and a half months before he's to report for uh, World Cup. This isn't a great option for him if you're considering playing in the World Cup because by doing the surgery, you're essentially ruling yourself out of the World Cup. Not, not ideal, right? The World Cup biggest event, Paul Pogba loves playing for France, is a cons- consistent starter. Not great. So option or possibility one, we'll leave that to the side for now. Option or possibility two. That piece of the meniscus, if it's a relatively small tear, or if it's in an area of the meniscus that doesn't get a good blood supply, meaning it won't heal well, you can actually take the portion of the meniscus that is torn and simply cut it out. A surgeon can go in, find the the piece of the meniscus that is torn, shave it away, cut it out of the knee, take it out, bada bing, bada boom, surgery's done. Now, you you might think, well, wait, option one involves some stitches, Um, it involved four to six months of rehab. What are the implications of option or possibility one versus two? What are the implications of a meniscus repair in option one Versus option two, which is called a meniscectomy. Meniscectomy, meniscus is part of that, and ectomy being removal, meniscectomy, right? The downside is this. Because you are removing 
part of the joint. The arthrokinematics of that joint will no longer be the same. The femur and the tibia will, they're not going to move exactly the same as if that piece of the meniscus was still there. Now, the degree of that change is very, very small, but it is still important. It is still important. Another thing to keep in mind is that when you're removing part of that meniscus, again, it's a cushion between that upper thigh bone and the lower leg bone. That cushion is there for a reason because there's a lot of force and a lot of friction that goes between those two bones. Without that piece of the meniscus there, you could have early onset arthritis of the knee because something that was there to protect the joint is now no longer there. Now, you may be thinking, oh, wait, like early knee arthritis and you're removing parts. Why would anybody do this? Well, option or possibility one requires a four to six month rehab because you're physically waiting for those two pieces of the meniscus to heal back together Option two does not require that because that piece that was torn is now completely gone. Meaning your rehab is a lot shorter. Meaning your rehab is now a month or two compared to four to six months. Hmm. Now let's go into Paul Pogba's brain here. World Cup is in three and a half, four months. I can do a month or two of rehab train for Manchester United for, you know, another two, three weeks, get a couple games in, get match fit, boom, off to Qatar I go. Huh. Sounds pretty good to me. Considering the fact that he's an older player, he's 29. I mean, yeah, he has many more years left to give, but it's not like, you know, he's 17 or 18 where he has his whole career ahead of him. He doesn't even know if he'll play in another World Cup. So this is an option, right? But it may not be an option for him because, again, it depends on where the tear is, how his body reacts to it. And um, if, if the tear is in a place where there's good blood supply, well, okay, maybe we'll repair it and let the thing heal. But again, if the tear is in a place in the meniscus where the blood supply isn't even that good, then maybe option two being the meniscectomy, being removing the part of the meniscus that's torn is a better option because the blood supply isn't even there in the first place. And even if you stitch it back together, it might not even heal. Hmm. So you, you can see that already before we even get to option three. There's a lot of ifs here. There's a lot of ifs and but and yada yada. It's not straightforward. It's not a, a straightforward process of let's get an MRI for the knee. Let's look at the tear, and that'll decide and tell us what to do. No, this is this is complex. And I think the most complex of all of this is option three. Option three does not require rehab right away, or it does not require surgery, excuse me, right away, because option three is rehab only. There is actually significant evidence showing that if you have a meniscus tear and you do rehab only, being physical therapy, physiotherapy, whatever you want to call it, your outcome has the potential to be just as good as if somebody had the surgery. Hmm. 
that's odd. So you're telling me that if, you know, somebody has a torn meniscus and they don't have surgery to remove or repair it, you can get the same outcome as if you just did rehab, even though it's still there? The answer is yes. Again, that depends on the size of the tear, the location of the tear, and the patient's response to the care being Paul Pogba. There is a possibility that he just does rehab and it gets better. Will it stay better forever? We don't know. And when we say we don't know, we truly don't know. We can't say, yes, it'll stay better. And we can't say, no, you'll have another injury. We, we truly don't know. Now, if you're between option one and three, and the World Cup is in three and a half months, yeah, option three might be the best one. It really, really might be because what if you're able to rehab the knee enough where Paul Pogba can play 90 minutes and have minimal pain, minimal swelling, and he's able to do that for the next two to three months and he's able to go and perform for France? That's a possibility. It could happen. Now, another thing that could happen, you may say, hey, what's the downside? One, you don't know if the rehab will work. Two, you could be feeling really, really, really good. And then in late October, you have a setback and then your World Cup is gone. And at that point, it's already too late to do any of the other options because with both option one and two being meniscectomy and meniscus repair, you're going to be out for at least a month or so, and you won't be able to make the World Cup roster. You can see by now that this is a complex situation, which is probably why Paul Pogba and Juventus and the knee specialists that he's going to have not released anything saying their course of action. They're probably still evaluating and they're probably still deciding what's best for him. So this, this kind of whole case is why I love sports medicine. Because it's not as simple as we have an injury and we need it to rehab and we want to be fit for the World Cup. There are so many different layers, so many different layers. Um, you have different medical staffs with different priorities, right? You could have the medical staff from France that's thinking one thing and the medical staff for Juventus, which is thinking another. Do they have the same goals, the same agendas? We don't necessarily know. They could. We don't know. Even with all the options of rehab that require so much intricacy and with each one, I mean, the timetable is, is, is not very long here. Decisions need to be made quickly. And the follow-up needs to be aggressive, realistic, and done with expertise because there is no time to waste. So I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode of the Soccer Fitness Experience. We're looking to do more case studies kind of like this in the future, more almost not even behind the scenes, but maybe thinking about what's happening behind the scenes because, again, we truly don't know everything um, but I'm hoping through through the expertise of 
of our co-host and um, the background that we've had over the last three, four years making this show, we're able to give just a little bit of insight as to what may be happening at the elite level of sport. So hope you guys enjoy the show and we'll see you all next week.